It's Friday, June 23rd, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. A small submersible craft carrying five people to the wreckage of the Titanic imploded near the side of the shipwreck and killed everyone on board, authorities said Thursday, bringing a tragic end to a saga that included an urgent around-the-clock search and a worldwide vigil for the missing vessel. The sliver of hope that remained for finding the five men alive was wiped away early Thursday when the submersible's 96-hour supply of oxygen was expected to run out following its Sunday launch and the Coast Guard announced that debris had been found roughly 1,600 feet from the Titanic in North Atlantic waters. This was a catastrophic implosion of the vessel, said Rear Admiral John Mauger of the 1st Coast Guard District. After the craft was reported missing, the U.S. Navy went back and analyzed its acoustic data and found an anomaly that was consistent with implosion or explosion in the general vicinity of where the Titan submersible was operating when the communications were lost. In other news, chemical manufacturer 3M Company will pay at least $10.3 billion to settle lawsuits over contamination of many U.S. public drinking water systems with potentially harmful compounds used in firefighting foam and a host of consumer products, the company said Thursday. The deal would compensate water providers for pollution with per- and polyfluorinated substances, known collectively as PFAS, a broad class of chemicals used in nonstick, water, and grease-resistant products such as clothing and cookware. Described as forever chemicals because they don't degrade naturally in the environment, PFAS has been linked to a variety of health problems, including liver and immune system damage and some cancers. 3M Chairman Mike Roman said the deal was an important step forward that builds on the company's decision in 2020 to phase out PFOA and PFOS, two common types of PFAS, and its investments in state-of-the-art water filtration technology in our chemical manufacturing operations. Around the world, tens of thousands of people have taken shelter in government-run relief camps as heavy monsoon rains batter villages in India's northeast, and one person has died in the floodwaters this week, a government relief agency said Friday. Assam state is on red alert and bracing for more downpours this weekend by evacuating people in low-lying areas. Nearly 14,000 people currently live in 83 relief camps run by the Assam state government in 20 out of the state's 31 districts, said the state disaster management agency in a statement. Overall, nearly 500,000 people have been hit by the monsoon floods in the state. One of Asia's largest rivers, the Brahmaputra, floods annually. It floods 1,280 kilometers across Assam state before running through Bangladesh, which shares a 160-mile border with Assam state. Back in the U.S., President Biden on Thursday defended his harsh public comments on China, including calling President Xi Jinping a dictator, saying his words would have no impact on U.S.-China relations and that he still expects to meet with Xi sometime soon. Mr. Biden said his blunt statements regarding China are just not something I'm going to change very much. The remarks, which drew a formal protest from China, opened a new rift just days after Secretary of State Antony Blinken concluded a visit to Beijing. But Mr. Biden was undeterred. Quote, I expect to be meeting with President Xi sometime in the future, near term, and I don't think it's had any real consequence. End quote. His latest rebuff to China came on the same afternoon he welcomed Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi to the White House. And... 
A Moscow court on Thursday ruled that Wall Street Journal reporter Evan Gershkovich must remain in jail on espionage charges until at least late August, rejecting the American journalist's appeal to be released. The 31-year-old U.S. citizen was arrested in late March while on a reporting trip. A Moscow court ruled last month to keep him in custody until August 30th, but his lawyers had challenged the decision. The ruling was broadcast to reporters who watched it on two large TV screens in a separate room in the courthouse. While waiting for the judge, Gershkovich smiled and chatted with his parents who were present. U.S. Ambassador Lynn Tracy also attended. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thanks for listening.